0: Hello, friends. You're listening to Heaven's Light on your Atlanta Catholic radio station, AM 1160, The Quest. I'm Annie Porter, and I'm joined in studio by Steph Ike, Carol Tearsmith, Jack Tyson. And of course, we have Father Jim Blunt from the Society of Our Lady of the Most Holy Trinity. And today, you know what? We're going to have a little bit of a variety show today because we've got all kinds of topics we want to cover. But first, we know all good things start in prayer. So, Father Jim, would you lead us in a prayer?
1: Hi, Annie. Thank you. Good afternoon, everybody. Hey, Hello,
2: Father.
0: Father.
1: I'm calling you from Wyoming, from the wild, wild west.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and we're out here ministering to um, wonderful, beautiful Catholic young people at some Catholic youth ranches that help, help young people and teenagers and young adults that may be broken or troubled or wounded in their lives. It's a beautiful Catholic operation, three different camps. Actually, there's four, one for girls as well. So we're doing some work here this week. And we'll say a prayer now for everyone. I'm seeing the mountains outside the window. So we'll give a prayer to the God of glory. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. We thank you, Lord Jesus Christ, for the gift of creation. Through you, all things were made. You made our country. You made Wyoming. You made us. And you have a plan and purpose for our lives. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we ask you to rescue us, that our country, O oh Lord, is, is being overrun and overturned by dishonesty and, and by rioting, by sadness, by despair, and yet we know you have a plan for our country, and we know that you were always victorious. And so we ask you, Lord, to protect us in this very tricky and difficult time mm-hmm. And in a special way, we ask you to bring honesty and accuracy to our elections. We know, O Lord, that you want us to love human life and never, ever, 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 ever kill even one baby whatsoever. And never look the other way when this happens. So we ask you, Lord, to bless our campaigning, bless the elections, bless the results. We ask you, Father God, in the name of Jesus, to bring a complete end to the horror of abortion and to raise up in this beautiful country pro-life leaders whom you can use to renew the face of the earth. We pray now for this broadcast and we pray for the gift of holy wisdom with our three beautiful and all-powerful traditional prayers. Your Father, they call Mary, and the glory be. I'll say the first half, team, if you could answer me and our beloved listeners. Okay. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily
2: bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil.
1: Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus.
3: Holy Holy Mary, Mary, Mother of God, pray pray for for us sinners. sinners, Spread the effect of grace of thy flame of love over all of humanity,
2: now and at the hour of our death. death. Amen.
3: And glory
1: be to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit.
2: As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
1: May Almighty God bless our team there in the studio. May He bless Atlanta and all of our listeners. And may the Lord, through His mother's intercession, fill us with the virtue, with the fruit, with the quality, with the gift of holy hope. Never despair, but hope, because as St. Hildegard said, all is well and all will be well. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
4: Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father. And I guess I would ask our listeners... You always uh, start with a prayer for all of us, including our listeners. I guess I would ask today that our listeners keep you in their prayers as well, because we know what an important ministry that uh, you're working on this week. I mean, ev- every day of your life you are, but this particular week in Wyoming is very taxing. It takes a lot out of you, and I know you are you are ministering very long hours with healing of a lot of these young people, and I know you have a great love for the young people. So we just ask that you are totally covered up by the Holy Spirit and that all of our listeners participate in some prayer for you as they um as they give witness to others and as they pray say prayers during the day. So we just we just promise you that we are all all of us in the studio and all of us listening are offering up a li- a little bit of the, our prayer life for you during this week as well.
1: Oh, thank you. It's it's kind of a rescue mission. It's in a certain sense um it's the most important mission in the world, uh, yet saving unborn children, but then saving the born children, mm. all of our beautiful teenagers who are, who are so wounded and ravaged by today's society and today's culture and the entertainment media. Uh, it's an absolute rescue operation. And we need all of, all of the saints, those here on earth in the Church and all the saints in heaven and even the saints, the holy souls in purgatory, to pray. We need a complete renewal of the face of the earth, a complete renewal. And this is what God is promising through the flame of love devotion and through the amazing divine will devotion, both of which have multiple imprimators from God's holy church. He's promising the complete renewal of the earth, and in a certain way, has to begin with the young people. God save our young people and may all of us who are listening, may we remember to pray for them in some way, even just even just one or two or three Hail Marys a day. Pray for God to save and renew our younger generations.
4: Amen. Amen. And you just kind of set us up perfectly for today because you didn't get much notice about this. Uh, we just uh, sent you some ideas for today, but we really do want to talk about perhaps some key things that that are relevant to this season and to November, and uh, we would also like to talk about the Flame of Love movement and kind of go back and revisit that for a minute, but also talk about perhaps the poor souls in purgatory, maybe your thoughts on that and some saints. So we're going to get into all of that today and my first question father is we have discussed the flame of love movement in some of our first episodes in fact i think maybe three or four of our first episodes we covered it to some degree and not many of us were familiar with the messages to Elizabeth Kindleman. And we have since, since we've been learning about it and have read about her uh, and the whole Flame of Love movement and the devotion, we've been inserting the little Flame of Love prayer into all of our Hail Marys, um, as it was requested by Our Lady for these times. And perhaps our listeners heard, as we said a Hail Mary with you a few moments ago, that we inserted that little Flame of Love prayer. And so when people hear us on the network saying that prayer, we want to make sure that those who are just starting to listen to us now, that they know what we're doing uh, and can join in with us. So would you mind just sort of recapping for people who are new to the show? And you you mentioned a few things, but the history of the Flame of Love, just kind of a little uh, refresher for us, and, and what the devotion to the Flame of Love is really meant to do for us.
1: Well, it's it's meant... Uh... To be nothing less than the revival of the Catholic Church in our time, and to help bring about the, the renewal of the entire earth through the Church. And these are things that have been prophesied by saints for a millennia, and in our modern saints, even more powerfully in more recent days. In fact, the little saint we talked about just last week, the teenager Blessed Carlo Acutis, Saint Francis of Assisi, appeared to his mother. His mother is still living there in Italy. And, in fact, one of my friends just spoke to Mrs. Acutis just yesterday there in Italy. She received a dream, a vision of St. Francis of Assisi herself, where her son, the new saint, Carlo Acutis, is now buried. He's not actually buried. His body is above ground so people can venerate him. And he told told Mrs. Acutis, St. Francis of Assisi, that your son occupies a very, very high place in heaven. Mm. And when he is canonized... God will release a grace over the entire earth that will raise up a generation of new saints among the young. Mm -hmm. Now, he was just beatified just a few weeks ago, and he's, he's scheduled to be canonized sometime soon. And so we see this, that God hears the cries of the poor. He hears the cries of our teenagers and their parents. And he plans to renew the face of the earth with a fire, a flame of the Holy Spirit. And the flame of God is a flame of love. There is another flame raging now in our inner cities, and it's coming through um, rioting, and that's a flame of hatred. You could say it's a flame from hell. There is a false flame, and it's a flame that burns and hurts people and scares people and destroys. And that always comes from the one who's called the destroyer, Satan. But there is a holy flame, a living flame. And it comes from heaven and that flame heals and restores and renews and so our poor Catholic Church we have lost to a great degree the sense you might say and the feeling the experience of the Holy Spirit but yet the Christian faith and the Catholic faith was never meant to be simply intellectual Satan has the entire Bible memorized in Latin backwards I know this because in one exorcism I had to perform many years ago, the young man who was possessed began reciting the Bible to me backwards in Latin from the book of Revelation all the way through the book of Genesis. And I had to stop him because he was putting on a show. Well, the devil, he knows our faith, too. He knows the catechism of the Catholic Church. He has it all in his head. But it's not enough to know the Catholic faith. We have to know Jesus Christ at the center of the faith. And we have to know him as a friend, as a person. And he himself said in his holy book, he says, I am a consuming fire. And so real Catholic faith is something experiential. So not to say that it's not intellectual. Of course, Jesus is the King of Kings, and he's the Prince of Wisdom. He is incredibly intelligent. He is wisdom and truth itself. And so we Catholic people, we Christian people, we should be intelligent. We should not be foolish. We should be wise. But wisdom itself is not everything. If wisdom is truly wise, then wisdom leads you to love. When wisdom is really wise, it leads us to love. The Catholic Church needs needs to be renewed in a fiery love that comes from heaven. And we see that in the book of Acts in the New Testament. We see that in almost every word of the New Testament is dripping with fire and with love. And this is what God seeks to do now. We seem to be at this time in world history at the end of an era. As Pope Francis himself said, our Holy Father right now, he says that we're not in an era of change. He said we're at the change of an era. We're not in the era of change. We're in the change of an era. And the era that we've been going through, in particular, it's been characterized by despair, and death, and violence, and atheism, agnosticism, yes, um, impurity and sinfulness. It's been a long era of darkness that was prophesied even by Pope Leo XIII, Pope Francis' predecessor, more than 100 years ago. That era of darkness and despair, where the devil has done his worst, is about to come to an end. And this is what everyone is beginning to see and to experience. And you would be surprised working with the young people last night. Last night I was working with the slightly older ones, like from 18, the age of 18 to 25. But these young people, they too are very aware that the darkness is overwhelming, it's exhausting itself, and is starting to die. Even the young people are becoming aware that something's in the air. And what has to happen, you guys, is not just that the darkness has to stop, but the light has to start. Mm -hmm. It's not really neutrality we're looking for. No, not neutrality. And that's been one of the problems of the church and the country in these recent years is this sort of political correctness and a sort of um, fake neutrality. No, the Lord said you're either hot or cold. If you're lukewarm, I'll spit you out of my mouth. He could have... Just Mm -hmm. as well said, if you're neutral, I'll spit you out of my mouth. We're not to be neutral. Neutral is a counterfeit. It's a deception. We should be on fire with love for God and for the salvation of souls. That's what should burn in every Catholic heart. And so we need a flame in our hearts, a flame of God, a flame of love. And this new movement called the flame of love, fully approved by the church, is meant to bring that fire within us. And we want to encourage all of our beloved listeners to order the autobiography of Elizabeth Kindleman, which, of course, has the imprimatur. So Elizabeth Kindleman, that's the name of the wonderful Catholic mystic who received these revelations and the first one to receive this gift for our time. And one of the promises of our Lord is simply by reading the pages of this book, the fire will begin to be enkindled within you and I. I've experienced it personally, that's why I'm even smiling right now, because mm-hmm. it's kind of it's funny, and it's kind of easy. That's why the Lord said, come to me, my yoke is easy, my burden is light. He does not say, I want you to read the Encyclopedia Britannica 17 times in memorizing. <laughs> that's not what he does. Mm-hmm. Read this simple little book, read it in with, with the quietude of the chapel or your bedroom, and read it with an open heart, you will feel a new fire begin to enkindle within you and I. And so that book, The Flame of Love, is available. Um, I think right now the Queen of Peace Media, our wonderful sister Christine Watkins and her her wonderful website, the Queen of Peace Media, she's now publishing the book as a great service to the church and um, at discount prices as well. So you can also contact or email Uh, the Queen of Peace Media to get a copy of the book but see this is what the church and the world needs right now we're kind of dead so we need to come alive again we're kind of cold we need a hot flame and we've kind of lost our way there's like a lack of love everywhere we need love and so we need revival with the flame of love in a way it's quite simple and like the bumper sticker says, we, we need to just do it. Just do it. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have any resources at the moment, just begin praying for it within your own heart and soul this morning, this afternoon. Just say, Lord, fill me with that flame of love. Give me the flame of love. May my heart catch on fire. And, you know, the Lord said this. Um, let me just quote from the diary. The Lord said, Um, In 1963, to Elizabeth, he says, The face of the earth will be renewed. Period. Dot. No question. It's absolutely promised and guaranteed. The face of the earth will be renewed. Uh, Nothing evil, no witchcraft, no rioting, no pro abortion parties, nothing evil will reign god says the face of the earth will be renewed and he actually continued when he said to the mystic something like this has not happened since the word became flesh so we're talking about something pivotal right well of course i mean the whole world is dying and communism which has been condemned by the pontiffs i forget how many times now how many encyclicals i've read over the years multiple 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 times The infallible Roman pontiffs, the popes, have utterly and completely condemned socialism and communism. It's a doctrine that really comes from the evil one. And people who support it have no idea what they're supporting. The whole world needs to be renewed in the Catholic faith. And the whole world will be awakened. There's an immense power that's coming. It will take a great power, you see, to revive us from the sin and the death. And the promises of the Lord are multiple. I find it interesting that this Catholic mystic, who's completely approved by the Roman Catholic Church, even here in America, that her name is Elizabeth Kindleman. I just find that fascinating because God is always winking at us.: <laughs> And what's her her last name? Yeah, Kindle.: Yeah
4: Like in Kindle. <laughs> Kindle <right>. Man. man. <laughs>
1: Kindle man, Kindle
4: mankind. Oh my goodness
5: and father I, as you were saying that I happened to look up her first name Elizabeth means God is my abundance
1: very good Jack and you see what's, what we need is an, an abundance of grace not like quote-unquote a normal amount we need an abundance or a super abundance and so the our lady told Elizabeth this she said Through a few people, maybe that's those who are listening to us right now, through a few people, Mary said, a great outpouring of grace will change the world. A great outpouring of grace will, not might, will change the world. So we're talking about something stupendous here. There's a great, great, great grace. And God doesn't need the whole world to hear this. He just needs a few to believe it. Mm-hmm. As we believe it and we pray it's going to happen I'm seeing it happen in front of my eyes one of the young people I prayed with we had we have miracles hour after hour and I remember praying last night over a young man who had a lot of difficulties he was a very good young man but tremendous difficulties and I just prayed a, a very gentle prayer of deliverance over him and with him to get rid of you might say a flame of sadness and darkness and to place within him a flame of light and love. It just took us like not even two minutes. And when we finished, I said, how do you feel? Because I could see like a light shining all over him. He said, Father, I feel light. (laughs) I feel lighter. He walked in depressed. He left smiling. Mm. I'm seeing the flame of love touch God's people right in front of me. And we want this to be outpoured over the face of the earth. And by the way, team, it can't be a coincidence. I don't think you know this, or I'm not sure you thought of this. But today, in the church's calendar, is the feast day of St. Elizabeth.
6: Mm-hmm. Mm, of Hungary, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Where was she born?
6: Hungary, I think.
1: Yes, and where was Elizabeth Oh,
4: <gasps> Hungary.
1: <laughs> in Hungary. Oh. <laughs> and Elizabeth Kindleman had a strong devotion to Elizabeth of Hungary. We know that. She's like a hero in Hungary. So isn't it amazing that, perhaps without your knowing it, as the Bible says, an unseen hand was guiding you, an unseen hand, we're speaking about this amazing gift, the Lord says, the greatest gift since the Word became flesh. On the feast day of St. Elizabeth of Hungary, mm. and this little Elizabeth Kindleman could quite likely be canonized herself, I actually asked the Archbishop there in Hungary, I asked him about this possibility. He said, indeed, it is a possibility. So this may be a second St. Elizabeth of Hungary that we're discussing today. That so isn't that great. amazing that even what we're doing today falls within God's timing and within God's providence?
4: Wow, it gives me goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> well, and just, Let me give you
1: one more quote, Guy, sure. before we go on. Yes. In 1964, a year later, Here's what Our Lady said. It just sort of confirms these things. And every one of these quotes, by the way, has an imprimatur. I'm not pulling this out of thin air. So here's what Our Lady also said. The flame of love will quench the fire of hell. And, she said, the flame's brilliance will fill the whole earth. Mm. And so now let's stop for a moment, my dear team and our beautiful listeners, Wherever you are in the world, listening right now or in the future, let's stop right now, and we're going to pray three Hail Marys, all of us together, and we'll put the the Flame of Love insert on the second half of the prayer. Okay. So I'm going to say the first half, team, if you and our listeners would say the second half, and I'm not just being pretty here, I'm very serious now. We want to pray three Hail Marys that God's promise here from Our Lady will be fulfilled. We want to beg God right here from Atlanta and from Wyoming to bring down the flame of love over the entire face of the earth. And I mean North Korea, communist China, Russia, and Afghanistan. We mean the whole face of the earth. Amen. 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 So three Hail Marys that Our Lady's promise will be fulfilled soon, soon, soon. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus.
2: Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners. Spread the effect of grace of thy flame of love over all of humanity,
3: now and at the hour of our death. Amen.
1: Mary, full of grace, Mother of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus.
2: Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners. Spread the effect of grace of thy flame of love over all of humanity, now
1: and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, Mother of love, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus.
2: Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray Pray for for us sinners. Spread the effect of grace of thy flame of love over all of humanity, humanity, now and at at the hour of our
3: death. death. Amen.
1: Our Lady of the Most Holy Trinity,
3: pray pray for us.
1: Our Lady of Divine Love,
3: Pray pray for us.
1: Our Lady of rebirth and renewal,
2: pray Pray for for us.
1: Our Lady of hope and confidence, pray Pray for us. And Mary, cause of our joy, pray Pray for for us. Rescue us, O beautiful and holy Mother, from all of the darkness, the sadness, and the sin, and from the evil one. Rescue us, Holy Mother, and bring about the complete triumph you promised at Fatima, Bring about the triumph to every living creature, to every human being on the face of the earth. Make us shine with the joy of sanctity to the glory of God soon, soon, soon. Amen. 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 Now, team, before we go on, the Spirit's prompting me again. And what I want to share with you is Psalm 12 from the Holy Bible. And I think it's always a worthwhile exercise in every interview, in every radio show, and in every lecture, to always bring in the Word of God. Amen? Amen. Amen. And so here is a a short but beautiful psalm, and, and I think in many ways it mirrors what we're going through, and also it mirrors the promise that's about to be fulfilled. And in a certain sense, you know that our Lord who sees everything must have had us in mind in the year 2020 when he inspired this, of King David. This is Psalm 12. And so let me say this psalm, but team, let's do this. If you would please say it after me with our listeners, uh, because then the Word of God, we're both hearing it and saying it. And that cleanses my ears and my lips, and it puts a fire in my heart. So here's Psalm 12, a very appropriate psalm for today. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Team, would you say this after me and listeners? Help, O Lord. Help, O Lord. For good men have vanished.
3: For good men
1: have vanished. Truth has gone from the sons of men.
3: Truth, Truth has gone
2: from the sons of
1: men. Falsehood they speak one to another. Falsehood they speak one to another. With lying lips, with a false heart.
2: With lying lips, with a false
1: heart. Does that sound familiar, guys? (laughs) Yeah. Okay, let me continue. May the Lord destroy all lying lips.
2: May the Lord destroy all lying lips.
1: The tongue that speaks high-sounding words.
2: The tongue that
1: speaks high-sounding words. Those who say our tongue is our strength. Those who say our tongue is our strength. Our lips are our own. Our lips are our own. Who is our master? Who is our master? See, that sounds like the mainstream media to me. Mm -hmm. We're going to keep on going. (laughs) For the poor who are oppressed. For the poor who are oppressed and the needy who groan and the needy who groan i myself will arise says the lord
2: i myself will arise says the lord
1: i will grant them the salvation for which they thirst
2: i will grant them the salvation for which they thirst
1: the words of the lord are words without alloy
2: The The words of the Lord 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 are words without alloy.
1: They are silver from the furnace.
2: They are are silver silver
1: from the furnace. furnace. Seven times refined.
2: Seven times
1: refined. It is you, O Lord, who will take us in your care. It is you, O Lord, who will take us in your care. And you will protect us forever. And you will protect us forever. Glory be to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit.
2: As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world
1: without end.
2: Amen. Amen. Alleluia. Alleluia.
1: Psalm 12, God's promise of rescue and protection, and we want to claim it this afternoon. Amen.
4: Amen. Amen. How timely. Yes. Yes.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, listeners, it's time for us to take a quick break before we move on to our next couple of topics. So stay tuned. You're listening to Heaven's Light on AM 1160 The Quest.
7: The Quest presents a daily dose of virtue with Jay Tremonti from Venture with Virtue. Defining moments. We all have them. Bill Hanslick shared his with me that led to playing in the NBA, the most difficult moment when he was let go from his dream job as NBA coach, and where he is today, which is the happiest place of his career running a nonprofit. Bill didn't see it at the time, but now looking back, he admits none of it would have happened without God. This can happen to us as well. Have you looked back lately? Have you identified your defining moments? Without recognizing God in the past, it's hard to trust Him in the present. If we want to grow in the virtue of faith, it's essential to practice trusting God. The more we trust God, the more we say yes to Him with our mind and our will, and the more we grow in faith and live the good life on the path to heaven. For more homegrown wisdom, visit thequestatlanta.com. AM
6: 1160 The Quest is listening to you too. One listener shared. Every time I get in my car, I turn on The Quest, and it seems to always address whatever is on my heart that day. God is really speaking to me through this station. Thank you so much for bringing a message of truth and hope into my life and to so many others across Atlanta. If you're enjoying the station, please consider supporting us with a donation. Go online to thequestatlanta.com.
7: So, some Jehovah Witnesses knock on your door. You're ready to defend Jesus' divinity, but they throw you a curveball and deny the divinity of the Holy Spirit. What do you do? Well, first, you could turn to 1 Corinthians 2.11, where Paul says, No one comprehends the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. If the Spirit can comprehend the infinite thoughts of God, he must be infinite, and thus God. You could then turn to Acts chapter 5, verses 1 through 4, and here Peter rebukes Ananias and Sapphira for lying to the Holy Spirit. But then a few sentences later says they lied to God. How can lying to the Holy Spirit be the same as lying to God unless the Holy Spirit is God? So with verses like these, you can hit that curveball and defend the divinity of the Holy Spirit. I'm Corlo Brusard with a ready reason for Catholic Answers, Catholic.com.
0: The quest invites you to pray the unity prayer. Let us pray, my adorable Jesus. May our feet journey together. May our hands gather in unity. May our hearts beat in unison. May our souls be in harmony. May our thoughts be as one. May our ears listen to the silence together. May our glances profoundly penetrate each other. May our lips pray together to gain mercy from the Eternal Father. Amen. joining us you're listening to heaven's light on your atlanta catholic radio station am 1160 the quest i'm annie porter and i'm joined in studio by carol tearsmith and jack tyson and we did have steph ike but she had to step out so we also have father jim blunt on the phone with us and jack i think you were gonna kick off with the next question
5: and andy that was such perfect timing the listeners <laughs> just got to hear the unity prayer and that's that's my question ah, it's about, okay about great unity prayer and uh father um when we first yeah. started the the show a couple of months ago we we started as we were discussing uh, you know learning about the flame of love and so that was a great recap reminder anybody who really didn't have any context i th- i think you i think you nailed it and and then the next thing that you you taught us was the unity prayer and i remember one of your suggestions was to take the little prayer cards that you had sent to us and put one like in every every room, right? So you could you could say the prayer over and over and over before you before you memorized it. So I've got one in my car, my office, in the in the kitchen, in the bedroom. So so we've got little um, the unity prayer card all over uh, all over the house, and it's very good. And, and it's and it's such a it's such a beautiful little prayer and. And there are some promises that were given to us by Our Lady if we pray the unity prayer, the, you know, which we also in, we insert uh, you know, a portion of it into the Hail Mary. Can we talk about the promises that Our, Our Lady made? Those were back in like the early 60s, I think, right?
1: That's right. Of course, uh, the big ones we sort of touched on already a little right. while ago, that Our Lord and Our Lady <clears throat> plan to renew the face of the earth, fulfilling the promises that they gave, even as recent as St. Faustina, fulfilling those promises. This particular prayer, the Unity Prayer, is exquisitely beautiful. And it was a delight for me just last night to give a copy of it, a prayer card, to all of the young people here at these ranches, and we prayed it together. We gave them a card to bring back to their bunkhouse. It's a joy to be able to distribute that, and we prayed it together. Now, the particular promise of that prayer is something that's a little bit radical in that the Lord said that every time we would say the prayer, he would come down and blind the devil. And you almost have to be um, like almost living somewhere in a cave not to understand that this country and this world is in hand-to-hand mortal combat with Satan, that there is a devil and there are evil spirits, and he's manifesting himself. And as probably many of our listeners know, that the leaders of one of the new rioting movements, it's called the BLM, I'm not saying that all the members of that movement are bad, but the leaders of that movement, the Black Lives Matter, uh, there's a YouTube video, and one of the ladies is describing how she calls upon evil spirits to assist her in her decisions. And she talks to them, and they talk back to her. Now, that's very, very, very telling, That's what's happening all over the world, is that witchcraft and Satanism is coming to the forefront. That which has been hiding is now becoming more visible and more public. None of us can be talking to the evil spirits and taking advice from them, because they will fool us every time. They have absolutely no love for the human race. And if they appear to be cute and tickly and loving, uh, they are fooling you big time. The evil spirits literally despise us. They despise us. And all the evil spirits are just like their father, Lucifer. That means they are liars, you see, and they are thieves and they are murderers. And they will lie to us in order to steal our sanity and our joy. And by doing so, they basically murder our spirits. And they can do it physically as well. And so this new prayer, the unity prayer, fully approved by God's holy church, puts an end to that. You might say it's a stopgap weapon. It's a secret weapon. It's a holy weapon. It's a new weapon. It's a powerful weapon to protect all of God's sons and daughters in this very difficult time. Like Pope Francis said, we're at the change of an era. The darkness is coming to an end. And what does any wild animal do when it's cornered? It begins to lash out. And so the evil one's lashing out, and this is a prayer God is supplying to all of his sons and daughters of any church or no church to say this prayer, to immediately blind the evil spirit. But Our Lady says, it not only blinds him, it paralyzes him. So the evil spirit is blinded from even seeing you, but then the prayer as you continue saying the whole little prayer, which only takes a minute, as we say the whole prayer, that the devil becomes paralyzed. He can't see you. He can't see anything, and he can't move. And the Lord said one of the advantages of this, too, is when you say this prayer for yourself and for your family, maybe even for your business where you're working, is that by the devil being paralyzed, that means that your family and friends are no longer receiving all of these temptations, these inducements to sin. So the Lord said it will be a direct has a direct effect on our lives and that it reduces sins almost immediately because much of our sins and much of our sinfulness is caused by the evil spirit tempting us in one way or the other. This completely puts a stop to his tempting. So it's invaluable. It's an amazing tool. And even those words of promise that the unity prayer would blind and paralyze the evil spirit not only have I and four other exorcists seen it in action actually work within exorcisms, not only that, but the Church has approved those, those promises as well. They're completely tested and approved for the unity prayer. And so, Jack, let's do it right now. I know we said it on the commercial break, but now let's engage ourselves. So, if you don't mind, I'm going to say the unity prayer line by line and ask you all in the studio and all of our listeners because we want to blind the evil spirit from the studio here from Wyoming, from Atlanta, wherever you are, if you could say this out loud after me, line by line, to go ahead and blind and paralyze that evil spirit this afternoon. Amen? Amen. 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 Let's do it right now. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 My adorable Jesus.
0: My
2: adorable Jesus.
1: May our feet journey together.
0: May, May our feet journey, journey together.
1: May our hands gather in unity.
2: May, May our hands gather in unity.
1: May our hearts beat in unison.
0: May, May our hearts
1: beat in unison. May our souls be in harmony.
2: May our souls be in harmony.
1: May our thoughts be as one.
2: May our thoughts be as one.
1: May our ears listen to the silence together.
2: May May our ears ears listen to the the silence silence together.
1: May our glances profoundly penetrate each other.
2: May May our glances glances profoundly profoundly penetrate each other.
1: May our lips pray together.
2: May our lips pray together.
1: To gain mercy from the eternal Father.
2: To gain mercy from the eternal Father. Amen. Amen.
1: That is a beautiful prayer. It's a great prayer. It's a very effective and it immediately puts you might say a perhaps a wall of protection or a space of protection around you and your loved ones. And so uh, we recommend to say that prayer at least 3 times a day, morning, noon and night minimum. And especially if you're entering into a battle of some sort, maybe you have to confront an unruly child or Work with an employee who's very difficult, or maybe uh, deal with some bad news again, maybe some false news over the the television, which most of the mainstream media is totally untrustworthy. Then to say that prayer, I would say put a copy of that prayer on your television set. And, of course, keep the television off most of the time. (laughs) (laughs) But when you do, turn it on. Before you turn it on, pray that prayer first to blind anything and paralyze anything that may try to affect you and I through the television or through the computer. This is um, kind of fun, for lack of a better word. It's kind of fun to have the power that we need in our hands to stop this evil power from encroaching on us. God is giving us, you might say, the first baby steps to complete victory.
2: Amen.
6: Great. Father, Jim, just as a reminder, we want to tell our listeners that this Flame of Love prayer is on our website. If you go to uh, prayers and under prayers, under prayer resources, and the prayer is the Unity prayers there, and you can always call the studio. Father Jim's ministry sends us copies so that we can uh, distribute one if you want one with this beautiful picture on the front. So thank you, Father, for sharing that.
1: Yeah, thank you, thank you for too for helping us to distribute this. It's mm-hmm. so valuable. And by the way, teenagers can say it, children can say it, and even our beloved Protestant brothers and sisters can say this prayer.
6: Yes. You know, Father, we've talked a lot about the graces and uh, of this prayer, the flame of love. And we know that as we read this book, this flame of love book, we see that um, many of the graces from the flame of love are focused on our priest and also on the poor souls in purgatory, as well as protection during this, our times that we're living in right now. So do you have any thoughts you'd like to share about um, the graces for the poor souls in purgatory with this prayer?
1: Yes, it, it remains for me um, revelatory how much our, our Holy Lord and our Holy Lady, how much they love the holy souls. That It's not like they're being put in time out, you know, like in a little punishment place and God forgets about them. It, um, it's very touching to see in the various approved revelations, including like some to St. Gertrude a long time ago, how deeply God loves the holy souls. God never forgets anyone. And even though they're in a place that is a place of purification, in fact, I would really refer to purgatory as a kind of a hospital for souls. Hospitals that are not yet fully inoculated from sin. Mm -hmm. So in purgatory, there is no sin, and there is no possibility of sin. But the wounds of sin are healed there. Thanks be to God. So anybody who had a problem with selfishness learns selflessness and purgatory anybody had a problem with rage and anger will learn peacefulness there in purgatory and anybody who was hateful or mean will learn to be charitable and loving and generous there anybody who failed to pray believe me they'll learn to pray within one second when they get to purgatory so it's it's a hospital for souls that prepares us for heaven And I'm so impressed that God would go out of his way. Purgatory was won for the church at Calvary by the blood of Christ. It's a place created completely by the shed blood of Jesus Christ. And it's for all souls who are not yet ready. They haven't really condemned themselves totally. They've tried to follow the Lord, but maybe imperfectly. And that includes, there's Protestants, Muslims, and Buddhists, by the way, in purgatory. And atheists. Not everyone will go there. We pray, though, that as many as possible can be saved, but there any soul can be cleansed through these healing flames. It is not a stretch at all to understand that the flames of purgatory are the flames of God's love. They are the flames of love. And this very accredited Catholic theologians have taught this for years now, even before the flame of love devotion uh, was revealed. So the fires of purgatory are exactly the flames of God's love. And the flames of God's love are delightful for those who love him. But for those who don't fully love God, the flames of his love are very painful because the flame of his love burns away my self-love. My self-love cannot endure the great love of God. And so in purgatory, it simply melts away. It's a bit painful, of course, but it's well worth it because when the process is done, I catch on fire. I become a living flame of love. Then I'm ready to enter heaven to be in the presence of God, who is the flame of love. So purgatory is something devised by the wisdom and love of God, worn for us on the cross by Jesus and his shed blood. And it's washed over by Mary and the angels. And because of the great love God has for these souls, he loves them with a tender love. And maybe they deserve, maybe they need to be there for a thousand years. Maybe it's somebody who did something truly terrible on the face of the earth, maybe truly terrible, but repented at their last second. God doesn't, will not send them to hell. He will save them. He's so grateful. He says, if you open your door one inch, I'll open it wider and I'll walk in. If you just open the door, I'll come in. So there are some there who have terrible sins, And it might take a thousand years of purification, like maybe somebody who um, committed murder, and maybe multiple times, but repented on their deathbed. Will God still love that person? You better believe it. Will he forgive them? You better believe it. Will he heal them? You better believe it. That's called purgatory. It's a hospital where souls are healed. But the Lord says, you may need a thousand years, but I know it's agonizing. I want to shorten it. I'm going to send my mother to the face of the earth, I'll send my mother to give special graces for you. She will call my church on earth, called the church militant, for us to pray for the church that is suffering. The church suffering is purgatory. So they can enter the church triumphant, which is the church in heaven. The church has those three great spaces, you might say. The church militant, the church suffering, the church triumphant. And so we here on earth, part of the church militant, God will let us, Offer up our sacrifices and our prayers so that our loved ones and others in purgatory, maybe those most abandoned, can be released quicker or sooner. It's like it speeds up the process, so to speak. It is very charitable of the Lord. And when you and I do these things, we become charitable. And God will not forget us when we die if we do this for others. The Flame of Love movement has quite a few graces and promises for the holy souls in purgatory. And they're not too hard, to be honest with you. In particular, Our Lady said, if at any moment someone prays three Hail Marys in my honor, while referring to the flame of love, like putting the insert within the Hail Mary, they will free a soul from purgatory. That's the promise. It's been tested and approved. And then, Mama, to go on to to show you how much concern they have for everyone, even those, you might say, hiding in purgatory. She says, during November, one Hail Mary will free ten souls. What month are we in right now, team?
3: November. November.
1: (laughs) Let's give it a try, okay? This each of us will say one Hail Mary, I'll say the first half if you would answer with the insert. And each of us then, each one of us can free ten souls. How about that? Deal. (laughs) Let's Let's give it a try. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. In honor of our Lord's flame of love and our Lady's promises, we offer this Hail Mary, O beautiful one in heaven, for our brothers and sisters in purgatory. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus.
3: Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray Pray for for us sinners, spread the effect of grace of thy flame of love over all
2: of humanity, now and at the hour of our death. Amen.
1: Glory be to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit.
2: As it it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
1: And by the way, there is another promise that we don't really hear this one too frequently It's rather closely related to this promise for the souls in purgatory. But Our Lord and Our Lady told Elizabeth Kindleman that if we have night vigils, like we get up at night to pray an hour before the Blessed Sacrament with the Flame of Love Rosary, we are told that at night vigils, the Flame of Love will bless dying people all over the world, as Satan will thereby be blinded. So if we get up at night, let's say we we wake up at midnight or two in the morning, it's good to stop for a minute, to kneel down if you can, and to pray. Even a decade of the rosary, it will literally blind Lucifer. What does that mean? That means that dying souls can no longer be harassed or tempted by the devil. So Mama Mary says those who are dying, by the way, science says about 500,000 people die every night worldwide. I mean, there's close to 8 billion people in the world. About 500 million people die every day. Did you realize that? No. Nope. If you do the math, you'll see it works out just, just perfectly. That's a lot of people. <laughs> there's a lot going on every night. And so it was an old Catholic tradition to pray to St. Joseph for the dying souls. And here is God is just updating that devotion. Pray to St. Joseph and pray the flame of love at night. And with all your heart, ask God, and I, I do this frequently. It, this one, this prayer always touches my heart. It always bends my heart. Lord, everyone who's dying right now in the next 24 hours, I beg of you through the flame of love, through St. Joseph, let none of them be lost. Let every one of them be saved. All those who are dying for the next 24 hours, save them, my Jesus for the glory of your Father. Save their souls. Let none be lost. Let all be saved. Amen? Amen. That's very directly linked, you see. So many of those souls could possibly end up condemned. We're winning winning for them last-minute graces to be saved, just like the good thief on the cross at Calvary, within minutes of dying, cries out to the beautiful one, Master, remember me when you come into your kingdom, because they're all three about to die. Remember me this day, this day, this day you will be with me in paradise, the Lord says, this very day. So you see that God does save us at the last minute. Let's cry out for the dying souls every day. And we could together, we could probably save all of them. And when they're saved, what do they do? They pray for us. And that will help bring about the renewal of the earth even faster. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. Well, Father, any other closing thoughts before we close out this hour with a prayer and a blessing from you? This hour's just flown by.
1: <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm amazed.
0: I look up and well, I'm like, oh my goodness. Yes.
1: You know, um, I, I remember a, a, a teaching from my own founder. His name is Father Jim Flanagan. And uh, he's, in, he's in paradise himself now as a saintly priest. He, he helped, really, in the founding of this boy's ranch where I am right now, my founder helped really, was one of the ones who helped get this started. And he used to had this saying that he taught us. It's kind of funny, but it's good for every Catholic, every Christian to keep in mind. Because Father Jim, our founder, he was in the military. And I was too, by the way. And we had a lot of training, like in weapons and weapon systems. And Father Jim, in talking about purgatory, um, like myself, he would praise God for the mercy of purgatory. Praise God because it saves so many souls who otherwise would not be saved. But then Father James, Father James, or Father Jim, he gave us like a, a little warning. When you shoot at a target, whatever kind of weapon you're using, even using a handgun, and everyone who's done target practice knows this, uh, when you go to shoot for your for your target, you don't aim at the target directly. Because gravity will pull your bullet down. You always have to aim a little bit above your target. Everyone knows this in target practice and using weapons. You've got to aim a tiny bit above so that when your bullet flies through the air and gravity pulls it down, you'll still hit your target.
3: Hmm.
1: And so beloved If you want to go to heaven, you know, you want to aim high. Aim to be a saint. And so if you don't become a full saint, you'll still end up in heaven. But don't aim for purgatory. See, if you aim for purgatory and your bullet goes down a little bit, you're going to miss purgatory. And guess where you'll end up, you see?
3: Not purgatory. (laughs)
1: Never aim for mediocrity. Always aim above your target. Always so, beloved, don't aim for purgatory. Aim for heaven. And if you don't make it to heaven, you will end up in purgatory.
3: Amen. Amen. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. Always aim for heaven. Always aim for heaven. And give God the best you have. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Well, Father, I would is... you close this out with a prayer and a blessing?
1: Sure. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit.
0: Amen. Amen.
1: I'm going to say the St. Joseph prayer, guys, you can maybe quietly agree with me. It's the ancient prayer to St. Joseph, the oldest prayer that we have. It's 1,960 years old. And because he's a patron saint of the dying and because his time is coming now upon the earth when God will renew families and renew manhood and fatherhood across the earth. And so we offer this closing prayer in honor of Holy St. Joseph, whose time now has come. O Saint Joseph, you whose protection is so great, so strong, so prompt before the throne of God, we place before you all of our interests and desires. O Saint Joseph, do assist us by your powerful intercession. Entertain for us from your divine Son every spiritual blessing through Jesus Christ our Lord, so that having engaged here below your heavenly power, we may offer our thanksgiving and our homage to the most loving of fathers. O Saint Joseph, we never weary contemplating you and Jesus, the baby Jesus, asleep in your arms. We dare not approach while he reposes near your heart. Press him in our names, press him in our country's name, and kiss his fine head for us, and ask him to return that kiss when we draw our dying breath. Saint Joseph, patron saint of the universal Church, Pray Pray for for us. us. St. Joseph, protector of the family. Pray Pray for us. 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 And St. Joseph, guardian of purity.
3: Pray Pray for for
1: us. And St. Joseph, giver of the flame of love.
2: Pray for us.
1: The Lord be with you.
2: And with with your spirit.
1: spirit. May everyone who listens to this broadcast now or in the future Be touched with the very graces of sanctity, of sainthood itself. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, we need saints. May everyone who hears this become a saint. Amen. Amen. Amen.
0: Thank you, Father, and thank you all you dear listeners out there for tuning in to Heaven's Light on your Atlanta Catholic radio station. Stay tuned as the Divine Mercy Chaplet is coming up next.